You're listening to the Counting Lights Podcast with Chris Dubinay and Dan Danzy. Counting Lights Podcast, where comedy and wrestling lock up. And we're back with the Counting Lights Podcast. What's going on, Dan? <laughs> Dan's trying to come up with a new opener. I don't know what to do. <laughs> hey, welcome oh. back to another episode of the Counting Lights Podcast. Here we are. Which is going to turn into basically a C-SPAN podcast yeah. on the Vince McMahon right. investigation. But before we get into that, uh, Chris and I will be performing at the Comedy Arena in McKinney, July 1st and 2nd. Uh, shows at 8.30 Tickets available now at the Comedy Arena's website. Uh, uh, and yeah, come on get out tickets, to that. Get tickets. Come out and get see Get tickets. We did this last year. That's right. uh, uh, sold out show both nights. It was yeah, great. Yeah, like, uh, listen, if you, if, you can, uh, if, you can, if you can sell tickets on a 4th of July weekend, you're fucking pretty good. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I feel like I am pretty uh, good. Me, but oh, that's right. oh, oh, oh. That's okay. Well, I'll be headlining. Chris will be featuring, and we've got the amazing Bridget Tooley. Uh, opening and hosting for us. Um, be a great night of comedy right there in McKinney, Texas. It, it will be great. Two nights. Two nights. Two, two nights. nights. Two nights. Well, go. let's be realistic. It will be one well, night. One will probably be pretty good. <laughs> one will be. <laughs> one might might suck a bag of dick. Well, yeah, but that's yeah. okay. One might be fair and weather. You, and it's up to you guys which night that is. So. <laughs> or us. Yeah, or us. Or it's, somebody. It's whatever. Yeah, no. um, so anyway, so yeah, welcome back to... Counting lights news. We are. <laughs> we are. Oh, uh, uh, things are going on there, Dan. We've got uh, some updates. We've got some updates of the whole Vince McMahon thing. Um, so the law firm. This is. I, I, so there are multiple law firms investigating WWE and Vince McMahon right okay. now. Here's the new one. Um, Con Swick and, and Fody LLC. What? Who? Fody F O T I. Hmm. Fody. Fody. Okay. We'll say Fody. Con, Con Swick. Caught them, cheat them, and screw them. What? No, no. Con Swick and uh, Fody. Con them, cheat them, and how? Okay. Well, see, no, but that's the thing. Is that, is that like? Is that like the? Con, like, <laughs> well, that's I'm going to continue can reading. You spell here. that correctly. Uh, the guy, the partner's name is Ke- uh, Lewis. Lewis. Lewis Con. Hmm, that's interesting. K A H N. I don't understand that. I'm I'm reading. If there's any affiliation, there's no. They're nothing not in writing about him being huh? affiliated with Nick Con. Hmm. Or even or Tony Con. Tony Con. All right. But that is a coincidence. Hmm. Um, Vince is still putting himself on television, by the way. <laughs> is he really? Was it Friday night? Did he put himself on Friday so that's, night? Yeah, no. So that was like the day of. <laughs> he opened SmackDown, and then he opened, and you and I recorded last week's episode, and then right, he opened right. Raw, and it was the same shit. He opened Raw, everybody's like, oh, okay, oh, this is, is gonna the night. Something. Tonight's the night. <laughs> you don't usually get Vince two times in a row, oh, yeah, you know, no shit. unless you're a paralegal. <laughs> and Vince was just hyping Unless John Cena's return, and he just left. But well, this is hilarious. You're like, hey, here I am on TV, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. What he's kind of saying is like, uh, yeah, you can fucking kick me off, but I'm not going anywhere, motherfucker. It is the ultimate boomer move. This is what boomer. Yeah, <laughs> this is what really, boomers do, he dude. Got his fucking heels <laughs> dug in in that shit, man. 
boomers, uh, you know, they don't they they don't just swallow what they've done and go away. No, they're like, they're no. not like, oh, that's my bad. All right, I'll go right off into the yeah, sunset forget, now. Oh, they're yeah, like, no, he's not. He's not crawling under the porch and licking his wounds. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, hey, I'm here, motherfuckers. No, I like fucking paralegals. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You know, um, I have a new theory. You know, it's and why would he do that with somebody that knows the law? <laughs> with a pair, that, makes it more dangerous. That's a good question, right? Why makes it more that? dangerous. Makes it, Jeez. makes it more fun. He's a man of games, is what I he guess is. So. He likes risk, he likes chances. I was uh, I was reading that Triple H is getting more responsibility now. Wonder why. Well, that's but here. Maybe it wasn't. Here he's sleeping with the CEO. Well, here's the thing, man. What if, hold up, maybe Nick Khan is not the whistleblower? Hmm. Maybe it is Triple H. Well, remember I said Stephanie, too. You know yeah. What I'm you, th- if you, you know, last week we were all over the Game of Thrones shit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, fucking that's what it's all about. It's like it's, there is no, there is no. Uh, loyalty, you no. know what I'm saying? It's like uh, you know you're gonna fucking kill who you gotta kill to get the power. So I don't know. I mean, well, no, because I was sitting there. Not that his daughter would do that shit. Well, I mean, Shane would look, probably do it. I don't know him. I've been in a room with him before, but I don't know him. You've been in a room with uh, him before, uh, yes, but we I don't have. know him. Uh-uh. So you can only just think about perspective, right. and you can only think about being in someone's shoes. Now, let's get in Stephanie's shoes for a minute. Man, that sounds kind of hot. Just for, okay, chill out. Chill out there. You fucking, <laughs> you're going to get us in trouble. I do like a good MILF now and you're again. You're going to get us in trouble. <laughs> I can't imagine how. I was thinking it of it from a daughter standpoint. Like, can you imagine how much Stephanie has just, like, shrugged off? Jesus. <laughs> Can oh my you God. imagine how much she has had to ignore? Of course. And, like, not lose her shit about something her dad has done. All of, the fucking time. So I thought to myself, like, maybe there was a breaking point. Maybe there was a breaking point. Maybe it was, like, Shane getting fired right there on the spot. No, that wasn't it. Nah. Maybe it was Hunter getting demoted. Uh, we all got to remember. Have, you know. We all got to remember, she took a leave of absence for some reason. Yeah, something going on yeah, in that some, office. Some reason she wanted to step away from the product, if you will. But now she's happy enough to come back and, and take charge. And, and char- take charge of the uh, the uh, limping ship, if you will. And Triple H gets his responsibilities yeah, back. Yeah, uh, he's back involved with NXT, NXT. again. And where he's... Where's talent lies? They need to put this shit on this television. This is what the TV show should be. I don't give a shit about Mad Cat Moss. Right, fuck that. Give me, I want to meet the lawyers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> fuck, the, fuck the Bella's reality yeah, let's, show. Yeah, let's start, like, you know, I don't know, a lot of people might not remember, but, you know, this all, you know, all this reality TV shit started with this thing called the real world on yeah, MTV. yeah. And it was fucking real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they just put cameras in there, and people fucking walked around, and they fucking they got into arguments, and they, you know, told the truth about how they felt, and, 
you know, the little girl from Alabama asked the black girl <laughs> if she's a drug dealer. Oh, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's the, it's, it's the, uh, it's, you know, shit comes out of your mouth and it's fucking for real. You know, sure. people, that was before people, uh, we're conscious about it, uh, you know, always having cameras on you all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, we know that everywhere we go, if I walk into a convenience store or I'm getting gas or I'm, you know, buying uh, some beer, you know, I know I know there's cameras on me everywhere I'm at. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't kind of totally know that back then, and, you know, we didn't have it all. You know, there weren't cameras at every goddamn intersection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, you kind of felt like there was privacy, and people didn't carry computers with cameras in their pockets and oh, shit. No, no one has privacy. Right? No, there is no, anymore. there no. is no privacy anymore. Mm-mm. You know, it's uh, and and we see it all the time on you know YouTube and TikTok, and there is no if you're in public, you're in public, and they so, can film you. So, so this is the. I'm first, thinking this, this would the f- be the top, the top rated reality show. You know, I kind of want to. I kind of want to stop the podcast and start working on a pilot. That's a parody of Dallas, right? Except it's about okay. It's a comedy. Instead of Dallas, it's called Stamford, and it's just not a bad idea. You know how dun, Dallas was dun, about? Dun, the, wasn't dun, Dallas about the real estate real estate tycoon? No, it was about estate? the oil industry. Oil industry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not. That's all right. It was, I knew it was about some type okay. of industry. I was, yeah, I was 12 in 1980. So Stanford so. would be about the rest. So Stanford would be about WWE that's right. that, in that, that corporate that's office. That's not a bad idea. Running a wrestling world. Yeah. You know? You know? And this, this is the story I would do right here. This and type Vince of shit. Vince is the a JR character. Man. And, you know, that's right. <laughs> People are stabbing each other. It's the exact same thing. He's the JR character, but he's not as cool. He is right. a creepy, pervy old man. <laughs> <laughs> What is he, 75, 76 now? Something like that. I'd make I'd make Stephanie kind of like a Tina Fey character from 30 Rock, just trying to hold everything together. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H just walking around being a dumb buffoon, happy to be there, you know. Not saying he <laughs> is one. Not a bad idea. Not saying he is one, kind just trying a, to make yeah, a good comedy a, here. An office or Parks and Rec yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, not saying idea. he is. Uh, just I think trying we, to make a good comedy here. I think we could create this. Yeah. John Laurinaitis just being like, oh, he, you know who's, you've watched The Office, right? Uh, Very few times. Oh, you don't know Todd no, Packer? I, no, okay. No, I, I don't know. Uh, okay. So, so I heard it's very, very good. So, you know Anchorman? Yes. John Laurinaitis could be the fucking cowboy gotcha. guy. <laughs> the cowboy Anchorman. Oh, skip. Skip. Yeah, 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 yeah that's a... I think that Whammo! Whammy! <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had that whole, uh, you know, you're not, you don't have, you have zero privacy when you when you walk sure, out the door now. Right. I had this experience um, in a hilarious way. We went to the mall recently. Not God, the mall. who goes to the mall? Not the mall. The Galleria over there in Addison. Okay, that, that, Oh, I mean, it's Addison? a mall. Oh, that's a mall. I mean, it's a mall, but yeah. it, they call it the Galleria. Well, guys, I need to. I needed to upgrade my pants size. Okay, you know? you're getting a little. I'm getting a little, a little big for your britches. I'm wearing a medium shirt right now. Chris. Oh my god, Dan's wearing a medium. I'm wearing y'all. a medium shirt and 33 pants, 33 waist. Wow, holy shit! All right, but I had this moment where like. 
I had to try on pants. I don't like trying on pants. I don't like going. I just nobody I, does anymore. But because you just order it and send it back. But because I needed these pants immediately because I oh, had got shows. Oh, Yeah, a show. All my other pants, zippers are coming down. Jesus. I need immediate, you know. So I was like, okay. Ladies, did, ladies and gentlemen, Dan is slipping into middle age. I'm going to go try on these pants. And I walk out and Misty's there with like, I don't know why there were like three S- other people. Six and, other people waiting to see how yeah. <laughs> like wait. I remember just Misty and the dude, and then I walk out and so, so embarrassed because my I didn't I did thirty one waist instead of thirty two. Yeah, because it used to be a thirty waist, right. but I didn't know exactly. And I'm just it's just the pants don't fit the fucking. I'm about to pop these things as soon as I walk out. I'm just feeling really <laughs> fucking embarrassed. Are you having to step away from the straight oh, leg jeans, Dan? Dude, I was about to start breaking down crying. I it was imagine. like a fucking... I remember those days. ...really embarrassing moment for me. And for y'all listening going, do you have a 30 fucking way? I know. <laughs> it's just a medium Dan shirt. A, I know. Dan is a very small slide individual. I know, but like, you know, there's... Uh, it's... For you, it might not seem like anything. No, man. You know, but no. for me... No, that was like fucking junior high school, bro. <laughs> it really, it really... Yeah. You're just podcasting. No, I'm fucking... I'm serious as a fucking hard time. How does it feel being podcast partners with Benjamin Button? <laughs> <laughs> you wish you are going backwards, bro. You wish you are going backwards. Yeah, welcome to it, man. When the body starts changing... No, but you know, I was about to have a breakdown right there. I understand. And if someone What are you thirty five now? Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> You're not? You're I'm f- about to be, boys. yeah, okay. but how dare you say that out loud? <laughs> no, I just well, thirty five is a pretty good year for me. Had someone pulled out their phone and just filmed me though, I probably would have been viral on like TikTok. Dan, you're so lucky I was not there. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm lucky I like immediately like turned around and went back and changed my old pants. But like soccer moms waiting to see how Dan's pants fit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've just been I don't know. I've been able to control my pant size and my shirt size mm-hmm. for so long now. I felt completely uh, powerless into what was happening. You know. Yeah. There's nothing I could do. Yeah, next thing you know, you're on my 600-pound life. Oh, my God. Well, it's not even the getting fat part, Grizz. It's not even it's just the, the way it, your body is changing. Yeah, right. it's, it's, it's fucking adjusting. nature taking its course, of course. And there's nothing I can do. Yeah, what do they call it? Uh, 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 um, uh, Aging. Yes. Yeah. I know, man. Gravity, that's what they call it. Gravity. <laughs> I didn't try to jump out of a plane in space, Chris. Chill out. I don't know. It's just, I'm sure there's more things that are come at me in life that just sure catch me will. by yeah, surprise. That's the least of your worries, but not at this point. Not when you're trying on the pants. It's the most important thing that's happened. At least comedy is the same. I had to do all clean the other night. Yeah, Dan had to do an all clean show. It's the first time I've done an all clean show since. Yeah, you won't see me on that show probably. I mean, really, all you need to I guess, I guess I could do it if I just took the swear words out. Yeah, you just take the swear words out, and as long as you're not writing about abortions, you're fine. No, no, no. You sure? No, no, no. What about that seven minutes you did? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, But I I wasn't expecting, I didn't know it was an all-ages show. 
I never told you about that. It oh. was an all. It was an all oh, ages oh, show. There was, like teenagers there and shit, or what? One like thirteen year old because the ages were like thirteen and up, all ages, wow. but thirteen and up. And this was a nighttime show. Seven thirty. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was just like at first throughout the night it was like, oh yeah, no, no, they just just don't say any cuss words. Oh okay. And the more people I talk to about, it, yeah, these people are church people. What? Yeah, they're church people. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this show's 13 and up. 13 and up, you mean kids? You're like, you know what? what so what's the deal with Judas? Mm-hmm. It was, it was an experience. It was a learning experience. And uh, all the other comics on the show were like, are just really experienced with clean comedy and stuff. Sure, and I that's what it. they do. I hadn't done it in years. Who all was, was on the show? Oh, Barry Whitewater. Uh, he's good. Pong Dong. Gotcha. CJ Star. Oh man, Angelia Walker. Gotcha. Uh, I I had no business being on that lineup, but I needed to record five minutes clean for another thing, so I got it done. I was worried that my material was like was like the not clean Dude, part. Angie, what what jokes did you do? What did you? So do? I did the married stuff. Oh, that which I knew was fine. Did you close with your closer? No, 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 no. Oh. So the video I have to had to make was for corporate events sure that's why i have to be clean so i decided okay i'm gonna close with law and order svu okay i'm gonna get this recorded clean version but i also do an all the the butterfinger joke yeah but i clean it up okay i clean it up it's no longer (laughs) like it's now someone slabbing and sticking their finger in somebody's butt it's not that it's it's like butterscotching or something yeah i changed it to butterscotching where the Guy rubs butter all over the victim and stabs him. It's just, okay. and then I re I make a new act out anyway. Okay. But the new closer, <laughs> a closer I don't do all the time is where I recite the opening line from SVU, and then the sound guy hits the kung kung, and that's how I end the set. Gotcha. And that really worked, and that really did. Okay, but cool. that would be the clean because I wanted corporations to see that. I, whoever sure. you can add shit into it. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Oh, that's fun." Yeah. <laughs> Our IT department's gonna love this guy. <laughs> but no, it was is a cool experience. I'm happy to be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna try the clean comedy route and well, see cool. where we go with sure, this. Sure, why shit. not? You know. Broaden your horizons, Dan. Well, that's the cool thing about comedy is like, you know, just you could go from like doing a 30-minute set one week and it's just like, oh, I got to record a five-minute set real quick, all clean. Well, until Makes you, it know, fun. you prepare for a 45-minute corporate set, you mm-hmm. know? So, there you go. Mm-hmm. Good deal. And, uh, and, and you know, being able to do County Lights podcast and you, you've, you've, been doing some shows and you've been doing some shit and we've, we've just been doing some shit. I love stand-up comedy right now. Because it's... No, because there's so many outlets <laughs> That's and not avenues. usually Dan's opinion on I have not comedy. had nicotine in like two weeks. Life is great. Dan is wearing the patch. I'm wearing the... Well, not consistently. Right. I'm at the point now where it's just like I can go a whole day without a patch. Good. But like I... This is what's funny. I quit jeweling. You know, a lot of it's psychological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, like yeah, a, logic, yeah. a lot of it's in your head. Well, no, what the oral fixation sure. is. Yeah, it's yeah, tough, yeah. yeah. But, so, I, you know I was jeweling. You jeweled a little sure, bit. Sure, yeah. I was on jewels, and all of a sudden, I, I think I had this coughing fit that just really scared me. Yeah, I noticed a couple of weeks ago we were doing uh, 
that your your breathing was a little labored. Yeah, yeah. you were you were on the jewel all the time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I know that uh, you know I, I warn a lot. I like my, my sons, you know, some of these teen, you know teenage high school kids, you know, they don't smoke, but they're into the the vaping thing. Oh yeah, and uh, so and I and I warned my son. I was like, uh, you know. That shit has hard metals in it. You're breathing mm. in hard metals and shit. Like, if you're an athlete, you might want to stay away from that shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's well, like, I'm glad you stayed silent for me. Uh, <laughs> well, Dan, you're a grown individual. I don't want to tell no, you no, how no, no, what no. to breathe into your lungs and shit. But I had this coffee fit that scared me, and I was like, you know what? Done. All right, I'm just go. I'm just not gonna you're do like, this. Yeah, and I was waiting for that moment, but every time I had tried to quit Jules before. I was just like, this is fucking harder it's for hard, cigarettes yeah. for some reason. So I quit Jules three days later. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. They quit selling three days ago, two days ago, whatever, two days ago. So like a week later, after right. I had quit or two weeks, but however long it's been, they announced that Jules are banned because they have an addict, a new addictive in there. I don't forget what it's called, but it's not nicotine, right? But it's just something, something to else. make you addicted to the yeah. fucking Jules. Which Jesus now Christ. totally makes sense because, like, I was wondering, it's like, why am I? It's not nicotine anymore because put, I would just go to cigarettes. They're putting blowjobs in the fucking. They're jewels. putting, yeah, they're putting rim jobs in here. This is, <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you addicted. But you know what? Then I find out jewels and all these views and all these fucking disposable. Yeah, uh, uh, vapes, vapes right. are owned by the tobacco companies, and the reason of the jewels got banned are. was because it was a fucking tobacco industry move on another tobacco, like right. one company on another. Just it's called being... diversity. Yeah, 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 yeah but like, no, you, they're... you diversify. When shit comes in, you get involved. In, you know, you know they're the the they were playing the big corporate to- games. Yeah, on the one big another. tobacco is trying to find any way they possibly can to get in the pot industry. Sure, you know. But they're taking out, like, they're going after their competition in the disposable vaping yeah, right. nicotine sure. market. Smart. But that's all Smart. it is. If anyone tells you that jewels were unhealthy, eh, well, they were yeah. healthier than cigarettes. Well, I don't know but about that. But that, 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 you know, that like chemical. We don't know the, we don't know the 50 year. We don't, yeah, we don't yeah, have the 50 year yeah, study. Right. We don't have a video your state, but I will say, I yeah, will say, in the fucking the people back in the fifties that were smoking on television, they didn't realize they were gonna die. <laughs> Dude, I saw fucking. a picture of a McDonald's ashtray for when parents <laughs> for when, and I remember them because it was the nineties. That's yeah, the last even time back I in saw the nineties, man. Yeah. Like, watch a movie from the nineties. Like, people are lighting up cigarettes. Like, okay. Like Chris, uh, nineteen eighty nine, Christmas Vacation. Uh, the the fucking grandmother and the mother mm-hmm. smoking inside, man, fucking in their house in the mm-hmm. kitchen and shit. I'm like, I remember talking about WCW Nitro in a McDonald's play place with my mom smoking a cigarette no inside shit. the Putting play it place, in the fucking in aluminum the ashtray. Ashtray. <laughs> But you know that doesn't surprise me. Today, like I, I saw something. Do you do you know like the first the 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 time period between the first time flight was discovered to us going to the moon? The um, time did the timeline. So nineteen oh three. Is that right? Nineteen oh three. I only sixty nine. It only took sixty six years. 
Fuck. You know? Like, when you, right. when you read shit about that, it's just like, right. holy shit. Right. <laughs> right. How did we get so advanced so quickly? I don't know, man. But, like, with the McDonald's ashtray, I'm just like, holy crap. And, like, see, you don't play many video games, but I've been right. playing video games since I was a kid. And so to see the video games I grew up with in, like, the classics category. Uh-huh. And I'm sure you went through that with music. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? When your right. music starts hitting the right. fucking you're oldies like, classics. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blinded Me with Science is now what? a fucking classic? <laughs> Video killed the radio star? What? Come on. What? What? The cars? Yeah, the, they've been classics for a right. while. But- right. You know, when I'm starting to hear Foo Fighters on a fucking... Oh, right. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you're it's like, holy like, shit, Nirvana is a fucking classic. Yeah. Now. It's yeah. just... That's fucking crazy. And then you look at wrestling and how much shit has changed, right. and it's just... Yeah. It's scary. And people are like, uh, you know, Christian was my favorite wrestler. I'm like, hold on. Not Dusty Rhodes? Hold on. <laughs> Did you say Christian? The kid with the skinny calves? Hold on. I will say, that I'm glad you brought up Christian, because Christian went heel. All yeah, right. you told me that. Heel yeah. Christian's right. back, and his first is pro- it good? His first promo, he starts digging into Jungle Boy's dead dad, Jesus. Luke Perry. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> ah, something. Well, that's changed, fucking. Though. That's old school healing, bro. That is, that is old school healing. That is. Oh, Misty was in shock because Misty's yeah. never seen Heel Christian, so Misty's in shock, and I'm just laughing my ass off, and I'm just, it's just great television. That's good shit, man. That's that comes from a company whose owner isn't pork and paralegal. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of coming back to wrestling again, uh, they really fucking screwed the pooch on getting rid of fucking old John Laurinaitis, and, and they, <laughs> they replaced it with a bridge. Holy Bruce shit! Pitt. Yeah, I put it on Facebook. So, who's like fucking like firing Dracula and putting fucking Freddy Krueger in charge? So okay, okay. And I want your knowledge on this, okay? Because I'm sure many Marks have their opinions. I don't care about Mark's opinion. I don't even care about my own opinion on Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. I want someone who lived under Bruce Pritchard's I, been, well, so bullshit I before. I worked with Bruce Pritchard, not only WWE, yeah, he was yeah. Gorilla, and was first guy I saw when I went out, first guy I saw when I came back. Sure. And uh, then I worked with him in Global Wrestling Federation oh. when he had already been fired from the WWF. Like his first time, second yeah. time? What are we talking about here? First time. Okay. And uh, then, uh, he, you know, he was fucking working for the uh, Global Wrestling Federation for $100 a night. She, you yeah. knew how much he was getting paid? Fuck yeah. Fuck, you know, I, know, I, know, I know exactly. How many, I knew, I knew how many I, Millers have you had? You're I, just really being open well, with that I mean, information. You know, I knew what I was fucking making. <laughs> he couldn't be making too much, much more than that. But, sure, you know, sure. So, so I think bucks he said it on this fucking podcast, too, by the way. So, uh, okay, so you're working with him. Uh, how how was he? Listen, how was he to work it, with? It, it, it wasn't that. It was listen. Pritchard never gave me any problems. He didn't need to give me any problems. I was fucking. I was enhancement talent. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So like, I mean, you know, I dealt with I, I dealt with Tony Gurria, who's in charge of fucking enhancement talent. Sure. So, and, and that man was a sweetheart. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> no, fuck, he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was a pretty tough guy. Okay. Anyway, all the you know, listen. That's the way the business was run back then. But 
it was the words that it was the talk that people had about you know listen that you know Bruce Pritchard was out for Bruce Pritchard sure and so and I don't think listen God bless him he's gotten older he's had some health issues he's got mm. grown kids now maybe he's mellowed a little bit but when you get into that WWF or WWE environment. It breeds that fucking Game of Thrones fucking mentality. Sure. I mean, because it's still a corporation. Right. And, and you got to yeah. fucking look out for number one. Yeah. The first person you look oh, out I'm is sure. for number one. And especially one. right now, I'm sure everyone's yeah. looking out for their own uh, ass right now. Yeah, the pendulum is swinging, you baby. Think Vince is the only one that was uh, looking no. <laughs> well, you know it's bad when Vince goes, you know who we can trust? <laughs> Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> Ain't nobody fucked Bruce right. Pritchard. You know how many times Bruce Pritchard's been fired? <laughs> one th- one time I think he was there four days. <laughs> we, we need someone to you're clean like, up this uh, mess. You're like, let's bring Bruce Pratt back. He's always got good ideas. And you're like, uh, four days. Yeah. I can't stand him. Send I re- him home. I remember he got fired one time and he went to go work for like TNA. Oh, yeah. No, he's been fired a number of times. But I always thought, like, I don't know, some of Bruce's ideas were pretty Well, uh, here was the phrase that everybody always said, that uh, um, I'll take a bullet for Tom Pritchard. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. (laughs) Tom, wonderful. I'd put a bullet in Bruce Pritchard. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what makes Tom great and what makes... Okay, well let's just let's let's just get, let's let's talk about uh, and why the, isn't Tom in Bruce's position? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't if, think that's not uh, Tom's forte. He's gotcha. not an office guy. Gotcha. He's more of a in ring general, and worked with him quite a few times in the sportatorium, sure. and and was always he he was always very great to work with, and then worked with him. Uh, so it's apples and oranges. Yeah, Bruce. worked with him in at the. Uh, 50th anniversary show where uh, him and uh, Tully Blanchard of the NWA and at the NWA uh, 50th anniversary show and and got to wrestle him and and uh, Tully Blanchard and uh, but he's more of a if you look at it like he's more of a kind of blue collar uh, you know I work for a living kind of a guy. He, yeah, he 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 yeah. took more of the uh, when it came to the wrestling business. Took more pride and, in the uh, in the being and he and he was he took care of his body in ring part. Yeah, yeah, he was a you know he was Doctor Tom Pritchard, Doctor Tom. Yeah. So, uh, but you know Bruce. I mean, one of the things you know back in the day, uh, Tom had this beautiful curly hair, not not very similar to uh, the kind of hair that uh, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin had. This beautiful curly locks like a mm-hmm. like a goddamn lion's mane and uh when they decided to take tom and team him with chris candido and make him the body, the body donnas, donnas uh the joy that from what i've heard from that he didn't have to be the red rooster no, 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 no. Well? The, no, Tom Pritchard was it the Red Rooster. Oh, no, that's my bad. I'm stoned. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> the, the joy that uh, Bruce Pritchard had in going and walking to his brother and telling him he had to cut all his hair off, mm-hmm. from what I hear, was 
he just took such joy in telling Tom that he had to cut off all his beautiful. And that just that sounds like brothers. Yeah. That just sounds like brothers being brothers. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, listen, I take a bullet for Tom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys finish the sentence. Uh so let's so. get let's get into uh, uh, other wrestling. Uh, news. Right, at this hit it up, Dan. Let's Go do it. Show. Let's do it. Uh, AJ Styles just recently turned uh, 45. AJ oh, Styles oh. turned 45. Well, little short kid he's still wrestling. Yeah. Oh, is he still wrestling? Yeah, no, dude. He's a he's fucking multi-time I'm, WWE. I'm, I'm ch- fucking with you. you better be. Um, I worked with him in PCW. Oh, no shit. Well, this will make you feel old. He's on a billboard in Alabama for colonoscopies. There you go, baby. Welcome, welcome to 45, the phenomenal butthole Don't forget of to get the camera up style. your butt, y'all. Um, but more importantly, uh, uh, everybody's freaking out over this. Bray Wyatt has filed a trademark uh, for Wyatt 6. Well, what does that mean? Is I that, don't know. It's for... Uh, is it spelled the same way? Hats, shirts, sweatshirts, bandanas, hooded sweatshirts. So this is a merchandise Hmm. Trademark Wyatt spelled the same way W A uh, sorry W Y A T T and then a space the number six hmm. is it a group now here's a theory the Dark Order they go by numbers you know in the Dark Order gotcha you know if they have a real name they also have a number you know so like what was it John Silver is like three whatever so Wyatt six there is no number six in the Dark Order gotcha. That's a theory. Okay. That's just a theory. That's a good theory. You know, maybe I don't know. I would feel like if it was a WWE. Well, it thing. sounds like if he's doing, if he's spending the money for a lawyer and a mm-hmm. trademark, this is his. You know, it sounds to me like he's preparing to go back to work. He's going back to work, but like, if this was WWE, nah, well, it's not WWE. He that that would have WWE have that trademark. Well, WWE would own the own the trademark, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got the, they've got their own ideas. He's not going to be filing uh, a patent for or a now, trademark for something that the WWE would own. Now, now hold on though, hold on though, hold on though. Now we're taking into account. We haven't suggested this theory that maybe Wyatt Six is just a new character, like because WWE owns the name Bray Wyatt. And all the properties similar sure. to Bray Wyatt. Right. So if he started a new character just called Wyatt Six, and it was just this totally new concept, I mean, I of, guess quote, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but they why would he him. be filing that? That that file would go through the Titan Sports WWE. Brand. If it was Bray Wyatt Six, it would. I guess so. If it's Wyatt Six, there's no, there's no, there's no specific. Well, Copyright infringement, and, and you know he could be just doing that, just sell some T-shirts could on, be, yeah. on uh, you know, WrestlingTees.com. Who knows? He could be just going by Wyatt with a different type of character, and Wyatt Six is a new group for wherever he's it's going. He, uh, let's see, he's uh, it could be a number of things. He's Rotundo's kid, right? Yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. He's IRS's son, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and his brother was Bo Dallas. And yeah. uh, uh, he did some things in NXT, but couldn't get over in the main roster. He's a free agent now. At Forbidden Door, there, uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, every time you say that, Forbidden Door, yeah. you you just hate it. No, I just like it makes me think that 
you know, like this. We hope it's clean. Yeah. So the forbidden door is clean. Anyway. So there was going to be a dream match of Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. Brian Danielson's hurt, so he's going to have a surprise replacement that's going to be announced tomorrow night. Everybody's saying, is it Bray Wyatt? Their theories: Bray Wyatt, Johnny Gargano, or Cesaro. So who knows? Who knows? Wyatt filing a new trademark. Who knows? It's, 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 well, it's you know when you when you get the because of the fucking internet. We get information that we wouldn't have got before, you know? Yeah. It only takes one person that gets this information and sends it out to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fucking all we had was the fucking kayfabe sheets back then, you know? Well, let's let's close out the show talking comedy and things related to okay, comedy. Okay, what's going on? Because, no, because, like, we're going to be, this Vince McMahon thing, it's, it's, we're going to have an update every week. We're going to be talking about yeah, things this. Things are advance. always going to change. Things are going to change. We're things are just going to progress. Yeah. So, stand up comedy, which is another part of this podcast because wrestling's been so wild. We've kind of neglected it. We have. And there's some great stand up comedy content out there. Hack season two is out, by the way. Have you been watching? I've seen it all. You've seen I've Hack seen season whole, two? Oh, yeah. God, fucking wonderful I'd show. I binged the shit out of that one. Fucking wonderful great. show. If you guys and that was a good second Hacks, season. Hacks, it's fucking great. If you love stand-up comedy, if you love Vegas, because that's a very yeah, like pro-Vegas yeah. show, uh, that's just a wonderful and, program. And two, uh, you know, two characters that are on completely different ends of the spectrum as far as an old-school mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, you know, like you said, boomer kind of character that uh, that's, uh, you know, maybe a little bit more leans a little bit more f- into my era of uh, Johnny Carson. Sure, and, yeah. Uh, you know, Bob Hope and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, fucking Richard Pryor. All of them you know, tremendous yeah. fucking performers so, in comics in their own and right. And it's become uh, the lady is, it, she really kind of gives me a very... Uh, uh, Joan Rivers kind of a vibe. Sure, to it, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, and then this character who is never comfortable in her own skin, mm-hmm. who is a writer from L.A., who is feminist, super woke, freaking, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. two generations of comedy yeah. clashing to Maybe put on a, the, a good on the show. Spectrum, and you know, so. I don't know where the, the on the spectrum part's coming yeah. from. I think you're just. <laughs> well, yeah. I think Chris thinks everyone's on the spectrum. That's <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, you step into the comedy industry and see the see the light shine, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, I'm telling you what, man. I'm, I'm we're about to see comedy get you know with the with the Roe v. Wade overturning. Comedy is gonna. I, I'm hoping comedy becomes dangerous again. Oh, I think comedy's because so anytime, anytime these political assholes do something this because i don't care what you think about it i mean you're physically conservative, yeah, physically I'm, conservative I'm more i i don't know i'm a nihilist i uh, guess you you're, you i kind of see you as a little bit more of a libertarian sure you know i saying? guess i don't know do you know what a libertarian is i i been... libertarian is a person that kind of feels like that uh you ought to be able to do what you want to fucking do when you want to fucking but, do but, it but here's the thing I've been seeing about... As long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Here's the thing I've been seeing about libertarians, though. Libertarians are usually conservative people that are too scared to admit they're conservative. Gotcha. 
So I wouldn't call myself uh, a libertarian. Maybe, oh, well, fucking maybe I'm the libertarian. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. I just want to go to space. That's my viewpoint. Right. All right? Dan, I hate to tell you, 35, you're probably not going to go to space. Probably not. But if... If we need to pack up and move just immediately, I'd like to be in the... You might, you might want to keep... You would like to keep that as an option. I'd like to... Yes. I'd like for us to be able to know how to do that. <laughs> um, uh, but also, I don't like being told... I don't like it that my wife is being told that... Oh, that because that is her body part. And she's being told what to do. Yeah, listen. You know um, what I mean? The controversy about Roe, you know, Roe and Roe versus Wade. I think that I think it's it's a such a tough slope. It, 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 you know, George Carlin was the one that said, uh, you know, isn't it funny that the people who um, are against abortions are people that you wouldn't want to fuck in the first fucking place? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honest to God. I mean, 99% of the people who are leaning that direction are so fucking old. Well, here, well and here's the thing. If you, I can understand where someone's like, I think it's murder. Okay, well, then don't go, don't right, go don't get go one. Don't go do it. Yeah. Don't go do one. I mean, you think, if you think uh, being a stripper Dan, is da- sinful. Dan, do you know how, you know, I'm an 80s kid, man. Yeah. I was born in 1968. Yeah, I t- you know, in 1980, I was 12 years old. My formative years. Yeah, y'all had to do y'all had to do abortions with yo-yos. Yeah, well, yeah we fucking, they were handing them out like they were fucking peasant dispensers. I mean, can you, I can't tell you how uh, um, some of my friends' lives would have changed uh-huh. if they had been when been we'd been teenagers now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, there were movies about it. Yeah. You know, it was the you know the teenage fucking you know sex comedies of the nineteen eighties. I mean, the uh, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Sure, you yeah, know, yeah. There was no abortion in that. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you know, Last American Virgin. You know, that's the type of movies they made mm-hmm. in the nineteen eighties. It was just a different era. And listen. Um, um, I know that Europeans, uh, that people would be very, very surprised that European comp- uh, countries have uh, some uh, pretty uh, tight restrictions on what to, why you get an abortion and mm-hmm. what's the reasons for it. But, I mean, I really, honestly, I think it's a goddamn woman's choice, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's my fucking I mean, I'm with you. So I'm with you 100% I, on that's that. That's the way I fucking grew up. So, I mean, you know, and if that offends anybody that listens to me, I'm sorry, you know. If it offends you eat, that women you know, should just have their... Ass, it's my goddamn opinion. You know, because um, no one tells us what to do with our dicks. <laughs> Nobody. No one... The only thing we're well, listen told, in my fi- I'm in my fifties, man. Nobody tells look, me what to do with my dick anymore. The only thing we're told not to do with our dicks is take them out in public and show a, show it and use it on anyone that doesn't want it. Don't do that. And that's and those are God, that's, I do miss the eighties. That's fairly reasonable, though. That is a fairly re- okay. Yeah, because that's you know no one wants to be shopping for groceries and then a grown ass man comes up with his dick out. Like no. But that is the only thing women aren't even allowed to, you know, and it's just ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't care if you think it's a sin. You don't fucking shut down strip clubs. Right. You let strip clubs happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah, new one opening over in my neighborhood, by the way. I, it's weird you know that. 
saw it from the freeway. I'm like, holy shit. I stopped Spearmint Rhino's opening up in my neighborhood? Do you know what date they opened? No. You didn't stop an ass? Okay. But the construction guys are still there, so it's not open. But my big worry is like, okay, so, I mean, stand-ups really got to respond. Comedians really got to write about this. And it's not just about abortion. It's like, this isn't going to be the first thing they take away. It's, It's funny because, you know, when this podcasting thing took off mm-hmm. and, you know, it just kind of started out as a fluke and I kind of turned my satellite radio off and started listening to podcasts somewhere around 2012, somewhere around there. And, you know, podcasts were really fucking in their infancy, mm-hmm. but, uh, to see the way that some of the comedians have, that were minor minor celebrities at the mm-hmm. time and really kind of on the on the fringe of uh being well-known comics you know they they were nationally touring and and going to you know coming to the improv here in addison where we perform and, yeah, sure. and going all over the united states but you know they weren't selling out shows mm-hmm. and now these guys are just so fucking huge guys like tom segura mm-hmm. and fucking burt kreischer and, of course, fucking Joe Rogan fucking did not mention the biggest fucking podcast in the world. But uh, to see these guys, and these guys are fucking edgy now. You know what I'm well, saying? See, that's the thing. I, don't, I, don't, I can't think of a comic right now that's just really, is that is like Carlin or Hicks in that. Only one, in my opinion. Well, and I say this because I feel like that's every. Dave Chappelle. Mm. Mm. He speaks his truths. Yeah, Carlin Hicks but Pryor. People, but, they did. But nobody does it like Carlin and, and. Well, that's the thing. Carlin Pryor fundamental Pryor, truths. No. Yeah. Carlin Pryor Hicks fundamental truths. Yes. Uh, I think everybody now and almost on the on the edge of almost trying to offend people. Sure. Yeah. Well, not trying to offend. It's no wanting you, to make you think. Holy wanting fuck, to make you is he think, right? You and know. If you, but it seems like now. That everyone speaks a truth that incorporates into their fucking brand. And that's the problem I have with stand-up comics now. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not a universal truth. It's not a bit about a universal truth. It's like Dave Chappelle, for example. Oh, I pissed off a bunch of... uh, I pissed off the trans community with a bit in my last special... This special is going to point out all the flaws in their fucking thing. Mm. Well, okay. Right. No, I understand why you did that, but is that a necessary well, part? That's, a calcul- that's calculated. That's calculated. That's not really like what they're doing in Washington right now. That is a universe. That is something that needs to be addressed by a comedian because these politicians aren't going to fucking do it. Well, you know who's really surprised me as far as, I'm okay, I don't know if you consider him a stand-up comedian anymore, although he started out as a stand-up comedian. Bill Maher surprised the hell out of me. Bill Maher's still a stand-up. Bill Maher still still does specials and still does shows. What's what's his show on HBO called? Uh, No, Real Time. Real Time. Yeah, Real Time's great. A great show. Mm -hmm. And and to see the way that his opinion has fucking switched... Mm On how I think the problem that what what has really scared the shit out of comics is that um, this whole idea of you can't say that, mm-hmm. and the last thing the, don't fuck with a comic and their you know First Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They'll fight you to the death. Sure. You know. So I think that's the, what's really 
kind of scared comedians that have changed their opinion on, you know, the their opinions have not ch- changed on how they feel socially, mm-hmm. but it has changed on how uh, people uh, want to tell them what they can think and what they can't think. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a, that's a really fucking slippery slope when you come to comes to. Just not even just having an opinion, but being a fucking stand-up comedian and talking in front of public. The freedom of speech in the form of stand-up, in the form of reading poetry out loud, in the form of just live performance, that's not going to be taken away from us yet. But that's going to be one of the last things. I have a feeling this is just the beginning. Hey, hey, you love guns? They're going to come for that, too. You've been thinking they're coming for it for now, and they really haven't been, but no, they're going to come for it now because they're going to they're gonna focus on these constitutional rights that have like yeah, a... boys and girls, that'll be the last thing you come for. Oh, no, they'll, they're going to have a, either a religious significance to them that they can overturn them, or they're going to have this kind of, uh, uh, you know, there's just good... But for something as basic as freedom of speech, that's just going to be the very last thing as far as live performance goes. They're going to find these rights that they can find loopholes into overturning. Well, it scares me because... Uh, and you that's see why we how, need people to speak out. You, you see how the Canadian government has been, for, really, for the last 20 years. You know, uh, they're, so, they're so woke... Not, but they aren't. But they aren't. Yeah, but they. But 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 you can't make. I, I know. Actually, can't make jokes about people in wheelchairs, and you can't make jokes. Here's the about, thing: they aren't like yeah. I know a few people in Canada, and they tell me how like how different that Canada is portrayed here on the American news media. The uh, Canada is very terrible to their indigenous people that lived there before them. Or, Justin Trudeau is, like, very, very terrible against them. Sure. And terrible against uh, Muslims. And, and just, Canada's not the place we think it is. Right. You know, Justin Trudeau, though he looks cu- cute, is not the man that they really portray on MSNBC and CNN. Like, he has his problems, too. Every government does. It's just like, America, though... I feel like we've always been like we're the mature part of the global you know, society. Yeah. And then you look around at what we do, and it's just like a bunch of fucking kindergarten. It's like the fucking Lord of the Flies kids on an right. island. Right. <laughs> we piggy. don't know what we're fucking right. doing. Everybody gains like one piggy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's just like we know we're smarter than this. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, don't mis- <laughs> don't mistake attraction to uh, being. Uh, you know, a kind person because, uh, you know, people thought Hitler was attractive in 31. Yes. Someone married Hitler. Right. You know? No, well, not really. Well, no, but back, yeah. oh, well, no, he was engaged, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that was. Who was the girl that he took yes. with him? Um, <laughs> uh, Eva Braun. Eva Ever, Braun. Eva Braun, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny because uh, when uh, pe- people would, uh, you know, um, if anyone. My son, at one point, when we had him in a private school, um, I know about that life. They they served a they served a very very nice lunch to the kids. Oh, and they had choices. They could get a hamburger, or they could get, you know, they could get to roast beef, or they could get, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, it was yeah. a very very nice choice of you know, you could get a chicken salad or whatever. And uh, him and a buddy are sitting there gobbling down a couple hamburgers. And the girl across from him goes, oh, my God, I can't believe you guys are eating meat. You know, that's so, it's like, 
And he came home and told me about it. Now this kid, he's, you know, 10, 11 years old at the time. And I said, well, what's, she just made me feel so bad for eating hamburger at the time. I was like, why? And he was like, well, she's, she's a vegetarian or vegan or something like that. I was like, next time she gives you shit about that, let her know mm-hmm. that Hitler was a vegetarian. <laughs> See what she says about that. And gas all the time. No, and you do it, and that, but that's a great example of like, see, here, here's the thing we confuse. Your right to live how you want to live with like your own uh, sense of entitlement. Yeah. Like, so don't force it. Stop trying to yeah, force it on people. Live, right? Yeah. Here's the problem is that they want us, uh, they want us to uh, be tolerant of how they feel and their lifestyle, but they don't want to, they don't want to do the same thing to us. But no, but it's and weird. It though. Just bothers we me. We live in a country of exclusion. We always have to exclude. I, I used to uh, a I group used, of people. I used to say, "Is it weird? Yeah, that I that I believe in gay rights and gun rights. No, right." Because I mean, ultimately, you believe in rights. Right. Exactly. Right. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> it's not weird. It's logical. I know. You Come know? On. But people people get so caught up with their own fucking ideals and shit that especially religious people. You know, religious people, I wouldn't celebrate right now. Because uh, you're celebrating with oh school shooters. <laughs> you know? What do you think a school shooter is thinking right now? All right. Yeah. Well, you, you left a you know you left a what great, was it that you said? You left it on a on a Facebook comment. <laughs> right. Only game in town. Right. You got you understood what I was saying. Exactly. You yeah, were yeah, saying yeah. you were saying hey no more abortion. Yeah. All right. More targets. Religious people All and right. fucking school shooters. I'm mm-hmm. like oh yeah looks like school shooters the only game in town. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's terrible, man. <laughs> It's, it's terrible that, that that gets overturned after all the shit that's just happened with, like, you know, these kids getting shot in classrooms. Yeah, it's... I don't even understand how you meet up to talk about Roe v. Wade after that. Yeah, it's... Uh, it w- w- was Once again, George Carlin, great mm-hmm. quote. Um, you know, they, they, uh, they want to protect you from conception to birth, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know... Uh, when you after you get out of the womb, you're on your fucking own. Yeah. You know, fuck well, you. You're on your fucking. You are. Own. You're on your fucking own. You know. Have you been watching that uh, Carlin documentary series? It's great. It's great. Did you watch the uh, the Bob Saget tribute show on Netflix? Oh that was God. so good. So fucking good. So fucking funny. Um, uh, J- uh, Jeff Ross and Jim Carrey were so fucking funny. They ran Chris Rock off the fucking stage. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "I'm not fucking. I'm not competing with these motherfuckers." He's just like, "Get up, got up and fucking left." Who? Uh, yeah, uh, Chris Rock said it took Bob Saget's death for Jim Carrey to get back on no, stage. Yeah, yeah, it took job, Bob Saget dying to get Jim Carrey back on the fucking stage. Now, now that I know that, I'm gonna kill Eddie Murphy next week. <laughs> if you haven't watched those, you need to watch them. Oh, also. Uh, Norm McDonald's last special. Uh, uh, terrific, keep, very unusual. It's very unusual because it's in front of a webcam. He was yeah, doing it. like he had wrote uh, uh, like a new stand-up set. He, yeah, during the pandemic, and he was going in for a little minor surgery, but he didn't want to leave anything on and the he, table. And he wasn't really sure 
he, excuse me, he'd been struggling with this mm-hmm. cancer for a while. And, uh, and I think he kind of knew that, you know, eventually this thing's probably going to take me. Yeah. And, uh, I might not be healthy enough to, to get these jokes out. Sure. So yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, somebody's gotta see these jokes. Yeah. These are fucking good jokes. And if I die now, they're going to die with me. And then the last 20 minute, 20 or 30 minutes is a, a round table featuring, uh, Dave Chappelle and, uh. Oh God, David Letterman, and who who else is on that? Uh, uh, God, uh, is Adam Sandler? Is Adam Sandler? I, can't remember, right? I think maybe maybe yeah. David Spade. Yeah. I don't know. I watched it quite some time ago. It's really really good, um, and that's that's really all you can do in this day and age is study what Vince McMahon's doing and, and watching some good comedy shows. <laughs> yeah, if you, uh, you, you want to make if, yourself feel better, if you haven't got a chance to go back and watch some of. Norm Macdonald's old stuff too. Oh, I always liked the. I always liked the uh, when Norm Macdonald did on talk shows, and then just Bob Saget stand up. Yes. And then um, my favorite George Carlin thing, like uh, for stand up Napalm and Silly, Put- Silly Putty, but um, in this movie Dogma by Kevin yeah, Smith. Yeah, man. George Carlin yeah. plays like, this uh, priest that's bringing on the end of the fucking world. But Carlin's acting in that movie, just Carlin is so goddamn good in Dogma. Yeah. Dogma's a great movie it, that it, people it, don't know about. It's an unusual fucking, it, it was kind of the first, uh, kind of uh, Smith's first kind of direct. No, 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 it? no. So Kevin, Kevin Smith got his name on Clerks, and then he made right. Mallrats, right. and then Chasing right. Amy. But Dogma was like the first... I like dogma because Kevin Smith really explores his Catholicism and what things mean and makes it into a comedy with Chris Rock, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, this star-studded cast, Alanis Morissette plays yeah. God. It's yeah. really weird but cool and funny. Alan Rickman also in it as well. Um, but very, very good movie. Uh, uh, check that out because Carlin's in it and he crushes it. And, uh, as a priest. As, as just this Catholic priest bringing about the end of the world, and he doesn't even know he's bringing about the end of the world, and it's just so damn funny. Um, I'm, glad we, I'm glad we talked about yeah, comedy. You know, what else, well, you know what else can make, you, uh, make people's day? Listening to the Counting Lights podcast right here. There you go. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. Send us a tweet at counting underscore lights. Uh, give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash counting lights podcast and check out our little clips on TikTok and YouTube at counting lights podcast. Send us an email and for any questions, queries, subjects, or if you just want to know when our next comedy show or wrestling show is, there you go. Counting lights podcast at gmail.com. This is the Counting Lights Podcast. We will see you in McKinney at the Comedy Arena July 1st and 2nd for the Counting Lights. Get your tickets. Get your tickets now for the Counting Lights Podcast. He's Chris Germany. That's Dan Danzy. And this is the Counting Lights Podcast where comedy and wrestling lock up.